The Packers have played their four quarters. Now it's time for the fifth quarter. Live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill on Holmgren Way, here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Woo! edition of the fifth quarter. Live from the Stadium View here on Holmgren Way. We're going to change up the batting order. I feel like a baseball <laughs> manager. We're in a slump. We got to do something to get these guys turned around. So we're kind of changing the show order tonight, and we're going to dive right into our guest here this evening. We'll get into the locker room quotes, some of the other odds and ends that happened from a lovely day at Lambeau yesterday. Holy cow! Twenty-three nothing, Baltimore Ravens shutting out the pack. I haven't able to I haven't said that since uh, this day in two thousand and six long time ladies and gentlemen 11 years ago was the last time the packers got blanked at lambo uh but it was a tough day all the way around we got some injury news to get updated as well but this guy's good-hearted guy packer rookie who came on over tonight we got to get him up and out of here early because he's going to go raise some money for the salvation army over at the atrium so when you're done here get over there and see how well he uh rings some bells ladies and gentlemen <laughs> second round pick of the pack this year out of north carolina state 61st choice overall he is the nitro safety he went from the wolf pack to the pack and he's among the league leaders in all rookies and tackles so far on the season please welcome ladies and gentlemen number 27 josh jones hello josh Doing? Thanks doing? for coming over. Appreciate no, it. No problem. I know this is your day off because it's a goofy week with Thanksgiving right. and everything, but right. uh, you're going up to the atrium in a little while to ring yep. the bell. Nice. Good for you. Yes, sir. I'm trying to avoid talking about the game as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How'd you sleep last night, Josh? Good? I mean, you know, this is the NFL, man. You can't really hang your head on a loss like that. I mean, you just got to get back to work. Very frustrating day, though. Uh, just when it looked like brett hunley was making some strides in chicago it was a really tough day for him yeah. you guys have been playing i think very good football on your side it's yeah. it's just got to find a way to come together and now time's getting tight no doubt no so doubt. how does it happen well i mean you know uh tomorrow's a work day uh, tomorrow we go to work <laughs> get back to work man get get in the film room uh you know get ready for pittsburgh you know it's a tough opponent i think they're what two or whatever something uh, like that something like that <laughs> i mean we just got to get ready to do our part on defense man i, I really can't speak for the offense because i'm not an offensive player but um you know when it comes together you know it, it'll it'll come together eventually josh you've gotten on the field right away uh you and kevin actually and right. now we're seeing uh vince beagle on the field as some of the defensive players drafted this year uh ted thompson wanted to load up on some secondary help uh and you guys have delivered uh how's it been for you in this first go round here and 10 games into your career i mean it's been good um you know i've struggled a little bit you know here and there but you know uh, this is just year one for me and I'm, I'm adjusting pretty well. You're playing a couple of different spots. Yeah. How? Not not easy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not easy, but you know, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a smart guy. You know, for, for me to be be a rookie and, and and to be asked to do the things that I'm doing, you know, learning two positions, you know, it's not easy. But uh, you know, I don't think the average man could handle it. But you know, I'm handling it real well, and. Uh, you know, whatever I can do to get out there on the field, I'll do it. Did they talk to you at all about this whole Nitro idea, you know, early on? Or was that something well, that just said, once you got here, said, you yeah, know, we kind of would like you up in that yeah, box a little yeah. more? Well, I mean, it, if, if you guys could see the past, you know, few weeks, you know, I've been deep safety, you know. Uh, yeah. You've... Chicago game was my first, you know, first week, you know, truly playing safety, you know, since I've been here. You know, ever since then, I've been back there. You know, on third down, when third down comes, that's when, you know, we go down there and play the Nitro 
nitro position. You know, it's just for matchup reasons. You guys have had to deal with a revolving door in the back end. Right. I mean, Morgan's been down the last couple of weeks. Right. You know, Kevin was out again yesterday. Right. You lost to Marius for a while. Right. How, how hard is it to keep it together when there's so many moving parts all season long? I mean, it's hard because, you know, you, you want to keep a set group of guys out there on the field, you know, for chemistry-wise. You know, you don't want guys coming in and out because, you know, you, you look around and you're like, man, I haven't played with this guy enough. You know, um, you know, defense is all about chemistry. You know, once you once you have that chemistry and, um, you know, guys start playing for each other, start playing together, and then, you know, that's when, you know, the past, past two weeks, you know, we've been doing pretty good on defense. I mean, we held – you know, I, I think we held Baltimore under 250 yards. 219. Exactly. You know, that, that's good. That's good for a defense. You know, they, they, they came in wanting to run the ball. They weren't able to run the ball. You guys uh, have been excellent at run defense. Exactly. The last uh, couple of games. Uh, 58 for the Ravens. I think it was 55 yeah, for and, the Bears. Exactly. And, and, and I just want to say, you know, we had our struggles on defense, you know, and, um, you know, a lot of, you know, few fans were – you know, on, on on social media was saying what, things hashtag, bad things about the defense. Yeah, but, you know, hashtag. What I want to say is, you know, things things will come come together just like it's coming together for our defense. You know, pretty much, I'm I'm pretty sure things will come together for the offense. It's got to come together a little bit yeah, better. The more Brett, the more Brett plays, the more he's going to see because he saw plenty yesterday, and you would think that will help him as this season goes on. Right. Talk about the plan for the Ravens yesterday. You knew you wanted to start with the run. Joe Flacco's not playing his best football by any stretch these days, uh, yeah. but they had still a lot of veteran skill on the perimeter, Wallace and Macklin. Yeah. What was the plan? I mean, the plan was just to, you know, obviously eliminate a run first team. We know we eliminated that. And um, just and then secondly, just don't give up the big play. Uh, get, in, get in Flacco's face. You know, I, I think we did that pretty good. And, um, you know, we forced a couple turnovers and, um, you know, forced them into some bad decisions. And uh, we, you know, a lot of teams, you know, they come in, you know, without – Without a rod, you know, teams want to come in and, and, and get on get ahead of us, you know. And, and, and speaking for the defense, you know, we can't let that happen. You know, we held them to uh, two field goals, uh, you know, going into uh, halftime, and which is pretty good. I thought so. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, the average drive start in this game, yeah. Ravens' yeah. average field position was their forty-seven. Yeah. Packers was the twenty. That's a huge yeah. difference. You yeah. guys had your backs to the wall. Had to play a lot of adversity defense in that game, right. no and doubt. and and that was a big step forward because earlier on this year, that's when there was some a lot of talk about whether this defense was going to come around. But you guys yeah. were able to shut it down and keep this thing yeah. within shot, no doubt. And again, the other thing I thought too, uh, no really explosive plays other than that Watson play, first drive of the third quarter. I can't think of anything else that yeah. went over the top, yeah. and even the Wallace catch. With Demarius all over him, yeah, that was a hell of a catch. Right, got to give it up. Yeah, nothing to it. Nothing, 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 nothing big. Nothing, nothing that really, I guess, hurt us. Yeah, I agree. So, right. All right, Matt. You mentioned social media. What you saw from fans is social media something that gets to you as a player, or nah. does it kind of just roll off your back nah, most not, times? Not at all, man. I, I don't even. To, to be honest, man, I don't. Twitter, Twitter for one. I don't. I don't really get on that. I don't get on Twitter. You know, during the football season, I don't tweet. I don't really pay attention to that. You don't stuff have an account because it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff that that goes on on Twitter and on social media about people who just sit on the couch and just watch football, but they don't know anything about it. You know, they never play football. Uh, they don't know they don't know the scheme. You know, they just they just get their opinion on things that they don't they know nothing about. So I don't really feed into it. You know, I don't let it creep into my mind because like once you let social media and things people say creep into your mind, that's when it affects your play. There's a lot of guys though that are on it. 
in yeah. the locker room. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but <laughs> I mean, you got to think about it, man. It's 2017 going to 2018. Right. You know, I social have, social media is taking over the world. So I'd hope not. Hey, man, that, that's just that. I hope not. That's just the that's just the world we live in yeah. now, man. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to the day you were drafted. Where were you? Who were you with? I was in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I was with, you know, I didn't I didn't want to be around too many people, so you know, I was just with my girlfriend. You know, my brother, my mom, and they were, they, were, they were there, but you know, I didn't really want to be around them because my mom tends to, she asked a lot of questions and. <laughs> <laughs> You know, why, why didn't Such you go? As, yeah. why, why haven't you been drafted yet? All this, and I didn't want to hear that at the time. I'm a know, failure was, as a mother. You're in the second round, right. and you're still sitting here. Yeah, because I was a little, I was a little frustrated myself, from you know, uh, falling a little bit in the draft. But you know, that's a, that's a, that's another conversation for another day. But well, yeah. maybe not. I'm at 61. Yeah, but uh, I, I could have went a little earlier. But you know, I keep that, I keep that in the back of my head. You know, for moving forward, because you know, uh, time will tell, and. Uh, you know, I'm I'm so I'm so grateful that the Packers drafted me. You know, everything happened for a reason, and you know it's a reason why I'm here. So, what do you remember about the call from the Packers, and then the hours <laughs> after that once no, you I hung remember, up the phone? You know, the, the Packers called me. I think it was on like pick. I think 50, 58, or whatever. I think I think the Raiders had just took a safety man, and I knew I was better than. And I was <laughs> and to be honest, to be cl- completely honest, I had already threw my phone against the wall. Really? My second phone. I had another phone. That, that, <laughs> the phone <and> so, <laughs> So the phone, the phone that the Packers, the, you know, the phone that the Packers called me on was the phone that I didn't throw against the wall. So the other phone, I was, I was real upset, got angry, That's threw it funny. against the wall. My girlfriend's like, "Calm down, calm down, relax. You know, you're gonna get the, gonna get the call." So uh, I'm, I'm waiting, and you know, the Packers picked that 61 in the second round, on 58, and I get a phone, 920, you know, on the iPhone, Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, popped in my head. And you know, I'm from Michigan, obviously, but the first thing that popped in my head was the cold weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that popped in my head, but um. Got on the phone, you know, with Ted and Coach McCarthy, and I, I wouldn't let them talk. You know, I was just so excited that, you know, just to, just to be drafted, you know, dream come true. No kidding. Uh, by the way, Obi Melwanfu uh, is uh, yeah. the guy from the Raiders that uh, forced you to throw the phone. But anyway, how's he doing these days? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Just kidding. What do, you, uh, what do you remember about the NFL Combine experience? Did you just kind of feel like a piece of meat running around in front of nah, you know strange what? dudes? You know what, man? Every year when I was younger, man, I used to watch the NFL Combine on TV. And I made sure my mom had um, NFL Total Access, you know, the cable channel. All right. yeah. Just so I can watch it every year. And um, I always wanted to go there. And, uh, you know, most guys, you know, got tired of being there for you know, five days, you know, the meetings and the, and the things. But I, I was enjoying it. You know, you didn't get, you don't get much sleep. It's just constant meetings, constant, you know, this and that, and uh, you know, medical, and 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 then finally the last day is the, the testing day. That's you know. finally when you're on the field. Exactly. That's the last thing you do. And you know, I was I was just so I was just so excited to get out there in front of you know, you know, all those scouts and, and and GMs and head coaches and just do what I do. Do you did you take part in a lot of pre com? A lot of guys do a lot of pre combine training just to get those test numbers. A tenth of a second yeah. lower, or a shuttle run a tenth right. of a second right. faster. Well, the thing about that, you know, I was I was blessed with I was already blessed. Well, with yeah, we, we know kind yeah. of athlete you are, <laughs> Judge. Yeah, so you know, I, I I obviously went somewhere to train, but um, you know, I kind of I kind of uh, already knew that if I continue to you know work on what I was good at, and and I, I would I would run fast at the combine. Yeah, but the. The thing is, you know, they all like the numbers. They're measurables. They'll compare this safety right. versus that safety. No but it's the film. Yeah, and a, exactly. you put a pretty good film at North Carolina State. I did. Just talk about your career there and, 
and, and what uh, that allowed you to yeah. do. <clears throat> I mean, you know, my, my best year was obviously my last year, uh, my redshirt junior year this past year. You know, I left early. You know, um, I could have stayed. I could have still been there. But, um, you know, I decided that it was, it was, it would behoove me to leave, you know, coming off a good year. I heard pretty good reviews from, you know, when I, when I declared, but, you know, I wasn't a higher, I wasn't a guy that was on everybody's radar. You know, I, I'm always, I've always been an underdog, you know, and I like it that way. And I like people to doubt me. I like people to say that I can't do something because I'm a, you know, I'm going I'm to work my best to, to tell you, to prove you wrong and uh, make you eat your words. But um, I was I was pretty much under the radar, man. I think I was projected like, you know, fourth or fifth round and all this. But I, I knew all those guys that was ahead of me, you know, they weren't better than me. All right. You know, not to, not to sound arrogant or cocky, but, you know, I know what God blessed me with. I know the, uh, the abilities and the talent that I had. And I, all I had to do was, you know, you know get, be able to show it. So I declared and, um, you know, every every it seemed like every other week, you know, my name would kept rising and kept rising. And, you know, more people started to started to realize, you know, how good I was. And, um, you know, they just turned on the film and, and they saw what they liked. I, I talk to scouts every spring getting ready for the draft, and I will same thing. Your name came up. Yeah. There's a guy. You'll love the speed. You'll <laughs> yeah. love the size. Yeah. And here you are in a Packer uniform. Josh Jones is our guest. We're just getting started. We're going to take a break, come back with much more as we kind of swap the order tonight. We're going to be back right after this timeout. Don't go away. Fifth quarter returns in a moment. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, couple of uh, minutes here. We got Josh Jones. He's going to head over to Lambeau and do a little bell ringing for the Salvation Army. Who's out there with you, Kevin tonight, and who else? Kevin and uh, Devon House. And Devon House? Yes, sir. An all-DB <laughs> bell ringing affair over at the out. atrium tonight for an hour to help raise money for the Salvation Army. Packers fall to the Ravens 23-0 yesterday at Lambeau Field. The Steelers at Heinz Field coming up on Sunday night. Now 5-5, five and five, one back of the Lions, three back of the Vikings who keep on rolling. Uh, and a couple of medical updates from the game. Kenny Clark, high ankle sprain in that pile up. It's going to be a couple of weeks for uh, Kenny in the middle of that defensive line. Uh, let's see, who else went out with an injury in that one? Uh, Justin McCray uh, left again with a knee injury. Don't know the severity of that. Uh, Jason Spriggs just off IR, played a little right tackle yesterday. Clay Matthews with a groin injury. Didn't get much on the severity of that. Mike McCarthy met with us at midday today, and the medical staff, yeah, that whack crack Pat McKenzie, according to Marty Bennett, your boy. (laughs) Trying to diagnose? No, I'm just kidding, Pat. I'd love the guy. Um, uh, don't know the severity of uh, Clay's groin injury just yet, so stay tuned. We may find out more tomorrow. Tough blow without Kenny. He's been playing crazy good football for you guys. Yeah, he's been doing an awesome job. What kind of benefit is it when Kenny and Daniels and Lowry are mucking it up the way they are that has allowed your run defense to just flourish now three weeks in a yeah. row you know, What's they, going they, on? they obviously make it easier for the linebackers you know the uh easier reads and um you can just hit a hole and go but the tfls josh and yeah. it's not just the linebackers right. i mean the dbs are coming up yeah. flushing no doubt a lot of tackles for losses in the run game yeah no doubt man they those guys man those those guys are uh, obviously kenny you know mike d you know those guys make it real easy for us there was concern when you know there's so much talk about the nitro jeez that's another no slight smaller body out yeah. there among the 11 how would that hold up with the run but it right. seems to be just fine yeah you know it's 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 it's, it's, it's cool man it's all, all mentality yeah. right <laughs> it's all mentality it is all mentality that's for sure born in chicago grew up in michigan born bounce in around a little bit 
Yeah. Now, I didn't bounce around. You know, I was born in Chicago. I was real little when I moved. So, okay. you know, I don't remember too much. Uh, whole family from Chicago. Uh, grew up in Michigan, though, my whole life. So, that's where I'm from. Then why North Carolina State? Oh, and not man. MSU to, or to be honest, you know, Blue? To be, to be, just to be different, you know. Really? Uh, you know, I'm a guy that, that really tends – I don't really, you know, follow what everybody else do. I like to, you know, make my own way, create my own path. And, um, you know, nobody from nobody from Michigan ever went to NC, down to NC State to play football. You know, when I took a visit out there, you know, I enjoyed it. You know, uh, we, I, I remember going to a basketball game on my visit, and we beat uh, Chapel Hill. And that place just beat erupted. North Carolina? Man. Yeah, we beat Carolina, and that place just erupted, man. And I was like, yeah, this is – this is the place for me. You know, they were just had a got a new head coach and um you know, I was like, We're on to something. So, you know, I committed, uh, I think actually before the game I committed, you know. Really? Yeah, in the elevator. And uh, Wow. You know, I just felt like it was the best opportunity for me. Going up. Yep. I'll commit. <laughs> I'm in. I'm so in. At what point at NC State did you realize you had a legit shot at getting drafted? When did you realize you had the talent there? <clears throat> uh, you know what? Um early on, man, I all my coaches used to always say, you know, once you just get every, once you just put it all together, man, you you can you can easily play ten plus years in this league, you know, however long you want to. Coach, all you know, corners coach, my coach, my safeties coach, uh, who's no longer there anymore. They always said, you know, you got a ticket in your back pocket. Whenever you want to cash it, you know, you can cash it. You know, it's just up to you. So, what are you learning from Morgan, from Haha, veteran safeties, uh, yeah. you know, who've been here and are, are now kind of showing you the way this year? <clears throat> well, you know, Morgan is a guy that I lean on, man. That's 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 like my big brother, man. Um, around around the building, um, you know, he teaches me a lot, man. It's just a, you know, uh, the way, how to carry myself, you know, on and off the field, um, how to be a pro, you know, um, just 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 little things, you know, not not just football, you know, just the little things. He's not a real outspoken guy right. by nature, but. I think he is one of the most respected leaders in that locker room. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, he does things the right way, man. He's always on time. He, you know, he always comes early to the meeting. He's always prepared. You know, um, he's always just willing to help out. And, um, you know, you respect a guy like that. You know, a guy who's married, two kids, uh, you know, has been in the league for, uh, what, eight eight years? Yeah, about that. So, you know, that, that's, that's a guy who you want to, you know, follow and uh, mold your game after. That's a good way to follow, that's for sure. What was your first welcome to the NFL moment? Like when you realized, all right, this isn't college anymore. This is this is the big yeah. leagues. Oh man. Welcome to the NFL moment. I <laughs> mean, nah, I I don't you know, to be honest, I, I look at the NFL, you know, it's it's all in it's all in your head. You know, I just look at it as, you know, it's the same as college. Don't get me wrong, it's different, but it's the same as college, man. This is guys who have NFL jerseys on. To be honest, to be completely honest, you know, I don't go out there real nervous, you know, real. I never went out there on my first game and scared, man. I was just like, man, these are the same guys who played in college, man. Only difference is they have an NFL jersey on, NFL logos. That's it. And we're playing on Sundays. That's it and not Saturdays. No speed of the game. Big I mean, the speed change. Of, <laughs> to be honest, man, the speed of the game has changed a little. But it's just being – it's all about being in the, in the place, the right place at the right time, you know, uh, knowing the scheme. You know, if you know what you're doing, obviously it'll let you play faster. That's true. Uh, but then again, I mean, there's a there's oh, got to be a quantum yeah. leap in yeah, it, I was, scheme. Speed, speed. No, not just yeah. the speed, but the schemes, the <laughs> oh, way you're man. attacked. I mean, there's scheme, more scheme studying is, involved. It's definitely definitely more studying involved, and then the schemes are way harder. But I like the I like your thought though. I mean, it, it's it's football. Yeah, it's football. It's football. It's football. There's the ball. I've been doing. Go get it. See ball, get ball. Something I've been doing since I was seven years old. So I don't look at it any different. Always play defense. No, nah, I was always a. I didn't start playing defense until my junior year in high school. 
right. I was always an offensive guy. You know, I always wanted to get the ball, you know, run real fast, score touchdowns. So what flipped? <laughs> well, I had transferred, you know, to the school, you know, Wall Lake Western. And when I transferred out there, you know, I wanted to play running back and wide receiver. You know, the coach came to me. Uh, I transferred, like, late. You Let know, me guess. Season. They had a five-star running back. Nah, or no. Nah. All right, just kidding. Season, season, <laughs> nah. I would have competed and beat him out anyway. <laughs> season, season started probably – season started opener was about a couple weeks ahead. He came to me. He said, you know, the playbook is pretty hard. You know, we don't think you'll learn it in time, you know, so we want to try you out at corner. And, you know, I was like, I was like, corner, man. I never backpedaled a day in my life. And <laughs> and um, so I got with the DBs coach and, um, you know, I just – he 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 helped me learn it and real fast and um, – Game one, I was starting, and I ran from it. I ran with it ever since. All right. Not a bad way to go. So what's your first football memory? My first football memory? Uh, it had to be something when I was little, you know, playing backyard football. That's where it all started. You know, going from – I used to always hang out with older guys, guys that were older than me. You know, I was the, I was like the rougher the rougher one out of the patch. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to play – just play for fun. You know, I was seven years old playing with guys who were like in middle school or high school. You know, I would make sure they tackled me. You know, I didn't want to just play two-hand touch and play for fun, you know. <laughs> That's pretty good. At seven years old. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was young. I was young. I was young. Seven-year-old with two. So by eight, by eight, you knew you were going to the NFL. I had to. Well, I didn't, I didn't really know I was going to the NFL. You know, I, it was, it, like I said, man, it was always a dream, man. You, you never know, you know, you never know what life can take you. You know, you can, only thing you can do as a kid, man, is just, just hope and wish and pray, man, and, and, and just watch it on TV, and then someday you'll get there, and here I am. So it's, you don't have a big brother? I got an older brother, man. He's an academic guy, though. Uh, he graduated. Right. He's a teacher now, though. All right, good, good. So, But, yeah, going up against bigger kids, knock me down. Yeah, Toughen me up. Me I'm ready for make, this. Make, make me tough. I agree. <laughs> good idea. You're young. Your bones don't break at that age. You're fine, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if they do. They're... So I read an article where you said your motto is no handouts. How did you off. how did you develop that mentality? You know, I, I never I never want I don't I don't, I don't I never I always grew up you know underdog. You know, even even in even in uh high school, you know, I was going into college, I was never a, one of the, the top recruits or I had to always work for it. And you know, um, you know, a lot of guys just based off of what school they went to, you know, get a lot of praise, you know, get a lot of publicity, you know. So my motto was always no handouts. Don't give me anything, make me work for it. And, you know, when when you work for it and you earn it that way, then it's much sweeter. The reward's much greater, that is for sure. We've got to take a break. When we come back, we'll turn our attention to the Steel Curtain and what Josh and the Packer defense will be looking at on Sunday night. Don't go away. More of the fifth quarter with Josh Jones right after this. Time out. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back. Josh Jones, our guest tonight. Packers rookie safety. 47 tackles, I think you have accounted for this year. Uh, yeah. Couple of sacks. Couple. Let's get the picks going. I need them. I need them. Huh? <laughs> I need some. Yeah, well, they'll get there. Don't force it. They'll come to you. Right. That's for sure. That's the way these go. Hey, we're going to play our hot play of the game real quick. Uh, you know how it works. Our friends from Robinson Heating and Cooling deliver a prize tonight. If you guess the hot play of the day from the Packers game against the Ravens, you also are qualified for our grand prize drawing at the end of the year, a pair of indoor club seats, and an invitation to their tailgate party for that Packers-Vikings home finale on December 23rd. Glenn is up first. Glenn, let's get a hot play winner right out of the gate. What's your guess? Shall we? Someone told me the Jets flying over, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> the flyover? Uh, very impressive. National uh, anthem, very impressive. Now, I'd say the interception that we got 
The interception uh-huh. that the Packers got. Uh-huh, Hot play of the day. Kept it a 3 nothing yes. game in the second quarter. And you knew it had to come from the defense. Collins flanked wide to the right but, side of running back. As you know, and we're playing with fire. Yep. And here's the fake handoff to Collins. Lofting the left side. High. Yes. Yes. With an interception. Flacco trying to get it downfield. Could not squeeze it into Danny Woodhead. And the interception by HaHa Clinton Dix at the five-yard line of Green Bay. Big play for HaHa. Glenn, you're a hot play winner. Congratulations. We'll do the cold play in a couple of minutes. Big play by HaHa. Huge play. Pretty head. Should have had two because he was talking after the game. The one he didn't get was the one that really he's going to be thinking about. But that's how it goes. But finally, uh, some takeaways. Going to need a few more. Until this offense kind of gets its feet going again right, a little right. bit, right? No doubt, no doubt. So is that, you know, when you talk about what, today what happened when the film review corrections, you took care of all that today, right? No, that's, no today that's, was your day off. Today was Tomorrow you go to that's, work. That's tomorrow. Right. And I don't think you're going to do much review of that thing anyway. <laughs> McCarthy said we're burning the film. Yeah, we'll burn the film. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, um, you know, what was the coverage? You remember on that call, on that play? The little uh, uh, wheel route it looked like the Woodhead I up think the sideline? We cover three. Was it? Yeah. All right. Know. And Haha, I'm, just... I'm not gonna really speak much on it, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, right. big play for Haha Clinton Dix. So that was our hot play of the day. Steelers coming next now. Josh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, what? Le'Veon Bell. Little work to do. Yeah, man. Nothing. Nothing we big can't challenge. handle. But... Nothing you can't yeah. handle. Uh, you've seen very solid offenses. All right. Cowboys, it seems to me, had uh, Dak and Dez and Zeke at the right. time. No and doubt, no doubt. So you know what it's going to require, obviously. Yes, sir. What do you think the key is? Get Bell under control first? <clears throat> well, I mean, the biggest key, obviously, you know, stop, stop, you know, 26. You know, once you stop him, you know, kind of get Big Ben rattled a little bit and then, you know, contain, you know, Antonio Brown. Man, he's the you know, best receiver in the NFL, you know, um, so – you know, can we by numbers, he's the best receiver in the NFL. You know, you know, if he's you, targeted if big, fifty times a game. Exactly. That's why. That's why I said by numbers because if you're a big numbers person, you know, numbers can be you know a little skewed a little bit. So true. But does that simplify? But don't get me wrong, man. That that guy, that guy. You know, we have the same agent, so that that guy works extremely hard on his craft, man. He puts a lot of time uh, in it, and so he gets whatever everything he deserves. Oh no, he's a fantastic you know, player. There's exactly. no question. But I was gonna say. When you know it's coming out of Ben's hands and yeah. he targets him as much as he does. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, hey, hey man, if you, if you can't guard him, why not go to him? Uh, yeah. hey, not many are. Hey, hey, defenses can't guard Devontae Adams, so that, that's why they, that's why he gets as many balls as he gets. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Devontae <laughs> was, was huge in that exactly. game, about really the only highlight. Eight for buck 26. I'm sure that Packers fans have noticed on the field your arms are just loaded with tattoos. A couple yeah. of sleeves. When did you get your first tattoo? I got my first tattoo uh, senior year in high school. On yeah? My, on my chest, yeah. All right. Do you have a favorite of all the tattoos you have? Favorite of all? Probably, it's probably on my left. Probably on my, le- my, left, my left arm, upper left arm. Honestly, you know what? All no regrets? No, just kidding. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> all of them pretty much my favorite, man. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, I like a lot of, I like roses. So I, got, I think I got about three or four roses on me. How many hours would you say you've spent in a tattoo chair getting work done? You know what? I don't know, but, um, you know, this tattoo on my left arm up top, man, I, it took – I sat in the chair for four and a half hours and only took one break, so. Four and a half hours? Yeah. Four, four and a half hours, man. <laughs> only took one break. Jeez. 
That's a lot of ink. That's a lot of ink. Who was your uh, favorite athlete growing up as a kid? Who'd you like to watch? <clears throat> favorite athlete growing up, football or basketball? Any, any athlete. You know, basketball, you know, Kobe Bryant. But um, you know, football, you know, it, it was it was a lot of guys, man. I, I didn't, I really didn't just have one. But my favorite player growing up, which is weird, man, is Peyton Manning. Yeah. It's, 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 I don't know why, man. It, I grew, I grew up, I grew up an Indianapolis Colts fan. You know, the whole Bob Sanders and, and the crew, man, and, and then Peyton Manning was just my guy, man, the, the sheriff, man. You know, he just the way he approached the game and. You know, the way he dissected the defenses, man, was just like, I, I, I just wanted to, I want to be like him on the defensive side of the ball, you know. How can you go about doing that? Man, it's film study, that's it. Film study. Tendencies, Tendencies formations. Tendencies, knowing, knowing formations, man, and, and, and watching film and um, just, it's all that. You know, knowing, knowing, the, knowing favorite run plays, favorite route con- concepts. Good way to go about it. Good way to go about it. So Peyton Manning endorses quite a few products. What's yeah. one product you would like to endorse? One product I like to endorse. Ah, that's, a, that's a good one, man. Um, I don't know, man. Um, probably Dove deodorant, man, because that's all. I, that's all. The only type of deodorant I wear. What is it? You know, about, is, is, <laughs> what is it about you guys though in the locker room? I'm going to just give you a little inside thing on the locker room. You well, guys no, go from will, locker to locker yeah. looking for someone else's. Either lotion or lotion or spray. <laughs> I mean, well, you you run out, man. Well, at the stadium, well, you run out. You're not sharing deodorant, though, right? I mean, you're not going stick to stick. No, 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 no. I use I use spray deodorant. Okay. At the stadium, it's, it's uh, I think Old Spice, but that's that's only at the stadium. You know, I don't I don't own Old Spice. The official body lotion of the NFL. I don't know yeah, if old. it is or not, but no, a, it's amazing how you guys peek in the locker of somebody yeah. down on the other yeah. side. You go over to the DB room, <laughs> and then you go over to the wide receiver room, you know, area, and, and try and grab their stuff. No doubt, man. huh? <laughs> Nobody gets mad. Yeah, nah. really. Giving you Sharon, the inside skinny. Sharon is caring. Yeah, Sharon, Sharon is caring. Yeah, inside scoop on the so locker So what's one thing that Packers fans would be surprised to learn about you, like a unique talent or a hobby you really enjoy? Oh, man, you know what, man? I, I got a huge heart, man. Um, you know, I hate to see people go without. So, you know, um, no, I, I don't have a foundation or anything, man. But, you know, tomorrow, you know, I'm feeding, like, I think five or ten families, man, on Thanksgiving, you know. Nice. It was out of pocket, man. So I, I just, you know, I, I hate to see people go without, you know, you know. That's 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 my thing, man. I if you around me, man. I if you if you need it, I, I'll give you the shirt off my back, man. That that's that's the type of dude I am. Uh, but you know, as far as talents, man, I don't have any secret talents, man. I just I'm a chill guy. You know, I like to go home, watch movies, um, watch TV, man. Just lay in bed, man. That's it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a boring dude, man. So if you if you ever hear anybody, you know, say they saw me out. Other than the grocery store or getting something to eat, and they're lying, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So are you a uh, – Don't believe Twitter. Are you, don't a, binge, Twitter. Are you a binge watcher or you just go uh, you know what, theatrical man, release I, to theatrical release? I just whatever, whatever movie, you know, just by the title, man, sounds good. Um, um, is, is, that's, what I, that's what I'm into, man. Um, but I, I do watch my, my, t- my, TV, my TV shows on Netflix, though. I think I was watching the Ozark or something like that. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. I was watching that. Ozark is excellent. Yeah, I got to get back into it. And uh, Stranger Things. And, yeah, uh, Love Stranger Things. Love. <laughs> yes. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's another thing you guys talk about a lot. 
in the locker yeah. room. Yeah. What's rolling on the Netflix? Josh and I are a lot alike besides the money and the talent. And uh, Yeah, we're, we're, and we're very ink. similar. Netflix, we're yeah. very similar. Netflix. Very good. Very good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Netflix, Netflix. indeed. <laughs> All right, Josh, I know you got to scoot. you got to get up to the stadium. Uh, I really do appreciate you coming by. I hear a little something. Uh, I appreciate it. Appreciate you Fifth quarter, me. receive a gift certificate from our friends at Diamonds and Gold, one of the fine jewelers in town, right over on Central Drive in Alloway. All right, key to the steel curtain. Get after it. Just go crazy. Get after them, man. Just play football. It's your only uh, game in town on Sunday night. Big chance to bounce back in a big way against yeah, a really go, good go team. Go out there with confidence, man, and, and it'll be a big win for us when we get it. All right. Baltimore's history, Pittsburgh awaits. Josh Jones, thanks so much for coming over on your day off, especially. Go ring the bell, raise a lot of money for the Salvation Army, and uh, good luck on Sunday night. We'll see you then. Thank you. See you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Josh Jones, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll look for a Coldplay winner, and we'll get into the locker room to talk more about what happened yesterday at Lambeau. Don't go away. Fifth quarter comes back right after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Welcome back, everybody. All right. I like the new batting order tonight. A little change of pace. Yeah, Josh is great. He's pretty intense. He is, and he's an extremely confident young man. I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so. I was totally expecting when I asked when did he first realize he had the talent to play in the NFL. When he was that seven-year-old? No, oh. I was expecting birth. Yeah, really? Like, oh, yeah, by the time my mom put my first diaper on me, I was good I was, to go. I was ready. I'm I can ready. play in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I like that kid. Yeah. He's good. I'll prove everybody He's wrong. He's fun. Yeah, yeah, especially on my second birthday, that's for sure. Yeah, right. Hey, we are live <laughs> in Sheboygan and Wausau. Thanks for tuning in. And we're brought to you by our friends from Robinson's Heating and Cooling, Nicolay National Bank, Diamonds and Gold, and American Metal Roofs. And, of course, we're live from the Stadium View every Monday night. What's going on here? Well, they got 30-cent wings, 40-cent boneless, 7 to 11 every Monday through Thursday. Happy hour from 3 to close every Monday night night tuesday through friday their happy hours three to seven they are going to be open their normal hours from 10 to bar close on thanksgiving they will be offering turkey dinners they have singo every wednesday from six to nine and the daddy d christmas show will be here in their banquet halls december 6th through the night so make sure you get tickets Uh, hey any ladies out here for last friday night for the big show oh yeah it was the all-male review on friday don't be shy oh look at that show of hands back there Uh i'm just kidding all right Uh all right Come on down. Always great events here. All at the right. Stadium. Hey, time to get a cold play from that game yesterday. It was a cold day. Twenty-five. Wind chill about seventeen. Packers shut up by the Ravens. You know how it works. Our friends from Robinson will get you a prize tonight and get you qualified. Cold play. Line them up. Dave, who do we got over there? We have Tom. Tom. Brett Hundley's first interception in the end zone. You know what? I would have accepted <laughs> sixty-six out of the sixty-seven offensive yeah. snaps in that game. The only one. Devontae Adams, 33-yard catch on the opening right. series. Yeah. Any other offensive play would have qualified, you're a winner. You are Tom. a winner. You are absolutely right. Yeah. Red Hundley. Whoosh. My goodness. Five turnovers plus six sacks equals one very bad day. It was just a lot of stuff out there um, that we missed on offense. We will learn a lot from this game. I'm going to learn a lot from this game. You know, I can't expect to be perfect, but at the end of the day, I can expect to be better than this. So, and I will be going forward. Yeah, I hope he learns from this. Uh, One step forward, two steps backward for Brett Hundley. We'll hear more from the locker room in just a minute. What do they do? Can't play Joe Callahan. They're not going to sign a player. 
No, 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 the, no, no. It's sink or swim with number seven. And you see what you got the rest of the way. You let him develop, see if see if the pace of the game slows down for him well, because that, that looks to be the issue, I've right? I've talked about this for two weeks now. Yeah. And uh, now there's a, there's a month, okay, a body of work. Still a babe, okay, in terms of NFL yes, experience. experience. A wise. babe. But it appears to me that the NFL game is just too fast for Brett Hundley. Scouts did say that when he was coming out of UCLA. He that he wasn't going to be able to adjust can't to, the, to the speed. Process yeah. where to slide in a pocket, when to step up in the pocket, when he runs out of the pocket, he will get himself into trouble. The throws are not to a receiver that is open. Yeah. It's a throw to a receiver that's coming open. He's seeing ghosts. The first interception. He had Randall Cobb crossing the formation. Right. Right. No one trailed him across the Baltimore defense. He cuts up field, and because Brett sees no one chasing him across, he's got to be wide open, Assume. right? Sure, sure. Yeah, but there's Devontae Adams split way wide left, and Jimmy Smith is on him. He sees Brett Hundley realizing that no one's right. chasing Cobb across. On the defensive side, he takes two steps away from Adams. Picks Almost baited, baited him into a, a decision. A veteran understanding yeah. Yeah. what Hundley is about to see. Right. And he's got to see it quicker. He's got to make the decisions quicker. And I, I think he's got the physical ability to make the plays sure. on time. He's got to get up to time. I really think that in-pocket mobility is something that he needs just a lot of work on. He's, as you mentioned, too quick to want to get outside the pocket. When he doesn't see something right away, he doesn't have the calmness right now to sidestep, slide up, slide back. It's get out yeah. and just see what happens. And he's running himself into sacks and he's running himself into poor decisions but there are also some curious things the ravens had the third best pass defense and mike mccarthy had 42 dropbacks he wanted 40 runs 28th ranked rush defense uh but the run game could not get going much and then down just to two running backs jamal williams who tried to pound it out early uh he didn't want to overextend him Devontae mays goes in bloop First right. carries the fumble. Suddenly he's a little skittish about continuing on with the run, even in a 3 nothing, 6 nothing game. Thought that was kind of curious as well. But did it feel like 6 nothing at halftime, or did it feel like it was worse? Watching no, it, it felt like no, I, it wasn't a one-score game. It just That's how it felt. I didn't see the Packers being able to get things going. I just didn't have that feel. I, I'm, no, I disagree slightly, only because they were able to move. They got first downs on each of the first three drives before yeah. the turnovers. We're moving it, but field position continued to get worse and worse and right. worse. The giveaways in bad field position, and it was all she wrote. Man, it was a tough, tough day. And like we do at the start of the program, I thought you'd want to hear from the rest of the guys in the locker room after the game, and we'll begin with Mike McCarthy, who figured it might be trouble right from the opening series. Talked about the first drive we were able to move down there, uh, but the, you know the result of the first three drives, you know, ending in turnovers, and, and really the turnovers is probably the biggest factor in the game from my viewpoint. You have to take care of the football. Uh, you look at our history here in Green Bay. Uh, you know, as far as the standard we've set, uh, winning the turnover ratio, and, and that, that that was uh, offensive was just way too much for us to overcome. Three in a row to start. I mean, 13 possessions, five turnovers, five punts, and three on downs. Yikes. And especially that first drive looked so good, and they were just marching yeah. down. You know, I, I was fine because I'm sure the Ravens were expecting the Packers to establish the run. Yeah. But they hit Jordy on a nice throw, and then the Adams, Adams throw it up, play. makes the big catch, and you're right in position and nothing. Baltimore Ravens coach John Harbaugh on what he thought was a near-perfect game. To come here and to play pretty much 
spotless football. You know, the kind of game that we needed to play to win the game. I mean, we had the one turnover going in, and that's really the only thing that we didn't do toward the victory. And I feel like every, the rest of the plays, 160-some plays, however many were played, were all played in terms of winning football. Yeah, they won most of them. No but that offense about. is not good. No, it is not. It is, it Joe is Flacco is just not the same guy anymore. I mean, yeah, I mean, the Packers did what they had to do defensively. They were 3 of 14 on third down, yeah. 21%. The Packers got off the field. I think there were a handful of three and outs. But uh, it, they didn't need a whole lot because the glimmer of hope Brett flashed in Chicago was, well, ruined by committing four of those five giveaways. I got to take care of the ball as the quarterback of this team. I can't. You know, it shoots us in the foot. You know, you throw two interceptions on the first two drives, then a fumble. That is hard to overcome as an offense. And uh, as a quarterback, I got to be better in that aspect of leading this offense. The second one, come on, Brett. Yeah. He seems awfully good at throwing it into the stands when he's in trouble. <laughs> Throw it Do into it the again. stands. Do it again. That sure. One, my goodness. Yeah. First three drives, as I mentioned, end with turnovers. Jordy Nelson summing up, well, offensive football. Pretty obvious, uh, not what we expected. Happened when we went out there. I think we were productive early. We just had turnovers that um, kind of killed our momentum that we had going. Defense played extremely well, kept us in the game, gave us multiple opportunities, and as an offense, we didn't do our part. No, they didn't. And the deep, as you heard Josh tonight, said we did our best as we could, but Blake Martinez says, you know, we also have to share the blame. Our motto is not letting another team score more points than us, and we allowed that today. Um, we made some good plays, and we made a lot of Adversity stops, um, held them by the field goals or got them off the field, gave our offense a chance, but obviously that yeah, didn't do enough. Needed either more turnovers, more impact, impactful plays to, to help uh, the offense get going. Yeah, one impactful play, really, on defense. I well, mean, that was HaHa's pick. And, yes, the, the object of defense is to not let them score more than your offense. That's what but when it's said, yeah, it's zero got, points, what do you – It's got to be zero, zero. <laughs> they can I mean, only a, hold the dam so yeah, long. yeah. Packers had three sacks, but the Ravens nearly tripled the Packers' impactful plays with those takeaways and the half-dozen sacks, leaving David Bakhtiari shocked at seeing a big goose egg on the scoreboard walking into the tunnel. That's terrible for us, you know, not, to not score any points, you know, especially, you know, we're at home. So we're going to look at the film, obviously, we're going to correct it, and there were some definite issues, you know, because we got we got to put points on the board. we got, we got to help them out, put some stress off, move the ball, change the field, and, not, you know, ultimately, you know, you know, put some pressure on the opposing team. That would be nice. That would be nice. Get in front. So it's one and four since the collarbone crack. The natives are obviously very restless. But Devontae Adams, who had a fine game, says we'll keep our heads. We're not in panic mode. We still everything is still in front of us. We gotta we gotta get a grip of it real quick here. Otherwise we will be in panic mode. But I don't I don't see time to panic and panicking just leads to, you know, everybody just kinda going all over the place and the structure of your team, your offense, whatever just kinda falls apart. So you never want to panic. No, panic's never a good thing. No. They're not going to panic. And I don't think they're panicking. No, they're of not going to panic. Well, fans are panicking. Oh, absolutely. Fans are crazy panicking. Absolutely. I mean, it's, they want everybody out of there. Yes. So, they do. Yes. It's oh, just, absolutely. Before the Bears game, it was fire McCarthy, fire Capers, fire Thompson, can't do anything right. Then you get a Bears win. Okay, let's see what happens. Then it all chills out for a little Oh, maybe we can win games. And it's right back to that today. It's amazing, yeah. Social media, baby. Social media. I think that's part of it. Well, it can't get any worse than that. Can it, Mike McCarthy? <laughs> We're going to play better as we move on. You know, to sit here and, and evaluate every negative uh, play, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to really get into that. Is it going to be shut out? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel good, obviously. Doesn't feel good, obviously. No, no it can't. And that. you hope that that 
fires him up, and you go on the road. You go to Pittsburgh, an extremely tough place to play with a really good quarterback, really good receivers, top-notch running back. I mean, yeah, it's a tall task. All right. Then it's Tampa Bay, and then it's Cleveland. Right. So, hey, maybe seven and six. Yeah, maybe, maybe three to go, and here know. comes Aaron on the white horse, and yeah, yeah I don't know. But Tampa Bay, go, Tampa Bay goes on the road, barely Whatever. puts up thirty runs, uh, not runs, points over well, Miami, thirty twenty. Sure, yeah, so I, know, but... I mean, Tampa Bay's not going to be an easy one. Cleveland, look, I don't it, look know. this, this is a, a lost season. It is. It, it yeah. is almost a lost cause. I'm not real optimistic that at five and five with eight teams in front of them in the NFC standings. These guys are going to continue this playoff run to nine straight years. It's going to be difficult, so let's just brace ourselves, right. folks. And the uh, way that Minnesota is playing at the top of the division. Yeah, no, they're good. The yeah, North well, the we, North is gone. But they do see Minnesota again. They do see Detroit again. Hey, yeah. Atlanta beat Seattle tonight. They're only a game off the wild card. Wild card is, I think, where you're. About the only option there. A couple yeah. of other quick notes. Uh, Aaron Jones, Packer running back. Was our guest a couple of weeks ago? Oh, did something happen with yes, Aaron Jones? I'm sure you heard by now. Arrested October 1st, a couple of days after that Thursday night Bear game, and uh, several charges filed against him, including speeding on Highway 172. Uh, there was operating without a valid license uh, and operating while under the influence of marijuana. Yeah. Pled not guilty to all of those charges. A pretrial hearing will be held in February. It is now in the legal system. It will be adjudicated, and the NFL will take up the matter, and the Packers are aware of this. Yeah. So it's up to the Packers to hand down any game punishment if they choose to go that route. I don't think so. The NFL won't, obviously, until next year. And I know. All right. It's a player in trouble, but this isn't a player in big trouble. Folks, Marijuana is pervasive in the NFL, all right? Pervasive. It's legal in four states. So it used to go go bonkers. Oh, my God, he's been busted for pot. Driving while under the influence is not smart, Aaron Jones. No, not at all. Big mistake there. It's not like Sam Shields when the cops knocked on the door and they opened the door and the smoke came flying out and said, (laughs) at least I'm in my house. All right, me? Me? No. But anyway, Aaron Jones, bad mistake. Uh, let's hope uh, he learns a lesson. Yeah, unless unless that turns into like a Josh Gordon situation where it's just no, constantly. He's eligible to practice tomorrow. I know. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Steelers right tackle Marcus Gilbert not going to play. That helps. That helps. Four-game PED suspension. Yeah. But he's barely played at all this year. He's yeah, had hamstring he's, he's half the season. He's been in yeah. and out with a hamstring injury. Yeah. Maybe that's why he was taking the PEDs. And a sad note. You guys remember Terry Glenn, the wide receiver? Yes. Played with a pack for one season, 2002. Car accident in Irving, Texas, dead at 43. Yeah, single car, rollover. Yeah. Uh, not sure exactly horrible. cause or 12 years, it. most of his career, early pats. Oh, yeah. Mike Sherman traded two draft choices, two fourth-rounders to get him to Green Bay. This was with Brett Favre in 2002. Uh, Bill Schroeder, he, his time was up. Uh, Antonio Freeman's last season was 0-1. They needed receiver help. Glenn came in, caught 56 balls, 800 yards, a couple of touchdowns, uh, and uh, and then was traded to the Cowboys. Cowboys. And typical Mike Sherman, he gave up two fourth-rounders to get him, got a sixth <laughs> to get rid of him. And he had a couple of good years in Dallas. Yeah, he did. But he anyway, yeah, I liked him a lot. Very Terry, interesting, smart guy, Terry Glenn. Terry Glenn caught Tom Brady's first-ever touchdown pass. It was underthrown. It hey. was a great catch. Par- Your receiver throw. has to help you. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Whatever happened to that Brady guy? <laughs> yeah, but know, anyway, Terry Glenn, RIP, yeah. that is tough. All right. That's we should hit much. a break quick. we got to hit one yeah, more we break. Yeah, we got to take another break. When we come back, hey, Robinson's going to send you shopping to the Packer Pro Shop. We'll set you up for the Steelers week when we come back right after this. 
We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, we just got a couple of seconds left. Black Friday, green and gold. A Packer Pro Shop gift card from our friends at Robinson's to send you out with tonight. Who's our winner? Beth Longley. Beth Longley's going shopping. We got the Steel Curtain on Sunday. Back with another edition of the fifth quarter next Monday night from Matt Z. Mark Daniels. Thanks, Josh Jones. Thanks for coming. See you, everybody. Thanks, everybody.